0: Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is January 29th and the Election Commission ordered the removal of Union Minister Anurag Thakur and Member of Parliament Parvesh Verma as BJP star campaigners for violating the Model Code of Conduct for Delhi Assembly elections. The move by the polling body comes after it issued a show cause notice to the two BJP leaders. Thakur was issued the notice on Tuesday after he made a crowd chant Deshke Gaddaro Ko Goli Maro Saloko at a party rally in New Delhi. Meanwhile, Election Commission issued the Shoka's notice to Wormat today for his alleged comments that protesters at Shaheen can enter homes and rape sisters and daughters. The EC said that Thakur's statements have the potential of disturbing communal harmony and aggravating the existing difference between social and religious communities he had been given time till 12 noon on January 30th to file his reply. Since we're on the topic of the upcoming Delhi elections, you would know that the reporters at News Laundry have been around the city covering this trilateral contest between the BJP, the Congress and the Armed Army Party. In the coming week, we will be covering rallies of Chief Minister Kejriwal, Home Minister Amit Shah and probably even Prime Minister Modi in Delhi on video. I'm very thrilled about it and you should be too. But going to these events takes time and money. So if you're going to keep up with our video reports, please subscribe to News Laundry so that we can continue doing what we do. You can head over to www.newslaundry.com and click on subscribe on the upper right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs rupees 300 a month. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served, and when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. So pay to keep news free, subscribe to News Laundry. Hostel residents of IIT Bombay have been asked not to participate in anti-national and anti-social activities, according to a notice signed by the Institute's Dean of Student Affairs. This comes days after Director Subhasis Chaudhary said the Institute doesn't endorse political things. The notice, however, does not elaborate on what actually constitutes as anti-national activity. On violating the rule, the campus reserves the right to partially or permanently suspend hostile privileges, the notice said. Last week, Chaudhary reminded students that every inch of IIT Bombay is funded by the government and is strictly apolitical, adding that the institute does not endorse any political views, either for or against, nothing to do with politics. Earlier this month, over 200 students and teachers of IIT Bombay came out in protest of violent attacks in JNU. The campus faculty had released a statement condemning the attacks. A group of students from the institute also gathered at the Gateway of India to protest the attack on GNU students, holding candles and placards. Two persons were shot dead and three others injured when miscreants lobbed crude bombs and fired shots on anti-CAA protesters in Murshidabad in West Bengal. The police said that two persons died and others were detained. According to the police, a group of people under the banner CAA Birothi Ganatantrik Manch were observing bandh in the Saheb Nagar area. Tahiruddin Mondal, the TMC Jalangi North Block President, and his followers reached the spot and asked the agitators to lift the blockade. Following an altercation, a clash erupted and miscreants lobbed crude bombs and started firing. Few motorbikes were also set on fire. The new citizenship law seeks to grant citizenship to religiously persecuted Hindus, Buddhists, Sikhs, Jains, Parsis and Christian refugees from Pakistan, Afghanistan and Bangladesh before December 31, 2014. After Indigo and Air India, Spicejet and GoAir have banned stand-up comedian Kunal Kamra from flying with the airline till further notice. Kamra heckled journalist Anup Goswami on a flight, the video of which went viral online. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri also took to Twitter and said that they had advised other airlines to impose similar restrictions on Kamra. In a statement, Kamra said he politely asked Goswami to have a conversation and later gave the news anchor a monologue about what he felt about his journalism. He said he went back to his seat when the stewardess asked him to move. Kamra also said that he had called out Goswami for Rohit Vemula, a Dalit student from Hyderabad University who had committed suicide, citing discriminatory behaviour by authorities. Goswami chose not to respond to Kamra. Kamra also said that he was not surprised to get banned for exercising his right to speech. The Dal United expelled its Vice President Prashant Kishore and General Secretary Pawan Verma today from the party, after the two stepped-up attacks on its alliance partner BJP over the CAA. Shortly after sacking, Kishore took to Twitter to thank party chief Nitish Kumar. He offered him his best wishes to retain the chair of Chief Minister of Bihar. The rift between Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar, who is the JDU chief, and poll strategist Pashan Kishore was out in the open this week. Kishore had accused Kumar of lying after the latter claimed that he was inducted into the party on the recommendation of Union Home Minister Amit Shah. Kumar had earlier distanced himself from the controversy over Kishore engaging in a Twitter war with Amit Shah, over CAA and the proposed nationwide NRC. Last week, the party's General Secretary Pawan Verma went public with a letter he had written to Kumar. In it, he questioned the party's decision to extend its alliance with the BJP beyond Bihar and fight the Delhi Assembly elections together. In addition, He sought ideological clarity from Kumar, who he said had expressed grave apprehensions in private about the BJP leading the country into a dangerous space. The United States and Japan flew citizens out of the Chinese city of Wuhan, which is at the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. The death toll of those afflicted by the virus rose sharply to 132, and the first case appeared in the Middle East. The World Health Organization, or WHO, has said that it is confident of China's ability to contain the coronavirus. However, concern is mounting as health authorities reported the number of confirmed cases had jumped by 1,500 to a total of 6,000 victims. The number of deaths from the flu-like virus rose by 26 to 132, almost all in the province of Hubei, the capital of which is Wuhan, the city where the virus emerged last month in a wild animal market. The central province of about 60 million people is under virtual lockdown. Sectors from mining to luxury goods have been shaken by concerns about the possibility of a worst-case pandemic. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.